Should we? Uh... Yeah, should we chat some bollocks then? Yay! I feel good now. Okay, right. Let's see how I'm going to fuck up the intro this time, shall we? Let's see. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good start. Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. We are back and we're in full attack. We are ready to go. The fuck was that? I don't know. <laughs> I've gone for like an absolute radio kind of intro. <laughs> so that was Taradon Telly. Yeah, that was Tom, by the way. I'm uh, back. He's back. Uh, oh, the... sorry, that's not the intro, is it? No, no yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, cool. It was there was one podcast we did without Tom, but I haven't put it up yet. But it will be up tomorrow. Uh, and Russ is here as well. Hello. Hello, Russ. How are you? Considering this is considering this is being recorded right now. Yeah. Telling someone that it's going to be. Another one that we did, that you guys did before, is going to yeah. be on tomorrow. I love how we're learning about podcasts while on one. I yes. am not. Um, I come from a Catholic background, but I'm certainly by no means a Catholic. But I do think I have a bit of the Catholic guilt in me. So, like, I, if so, if I've missed doing something, which because I fucked up that podcast so many times, I feel like I need to tell everyone to say, "Look, I'm really sorry." <laughs> it will go up. I promise you. Um, but I've does, had, it, does it need a lot of it? Did, did we go on one of our swear rants or something? No, it doesn't. There's an, it needs uh, a bit of editing where it needed a bit of editing where uh, I spoke to Sarah on the phone during the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. And then when you we, made that joke about and yeah, yeah, that's just yeah. not acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was um, another bit where we swore we had more trailers to talk about, but we couldn't for the life of us remember them. So we kind of stopped recording for a little bit. Yeah, so that sounds, that sounds like us. Sounds like us. But now I've talked about that, I might as well have just left them it in. sounds like true Too Much Time On Our Hands podcast kind of... Slight shoddiness. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's definitely our unique selling point. Camera balanced on a pile of books and teetering crockery yeah. and sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure cheerful ineptitude is not a unique <laughs> selling point amongst the millions of podcasts. No, no, no camera this week, uh, because... Uh, Tom went and got a swastika tattooed on his forehead, <laughs> and uh, we just waited for him to get it removed before uh, we. It was uh... it was a Charles Manson costume that I was really <laughs> invested in. Um, it got a bit out of hand, <laughs> like Jason Brody on the Far Cry Three Island. It all got a bit out of hand. More on Far Cry later. Yes, got some news for that, which is nice. Uh, until then, though, Russ, what have you been up to? So I have been Skyriming like a motherfucker. You're still Skyriming? Well, like, for me, which yeah. means I'm getting in maybe an hour a night if I'm really lucky. Uh, I'm loving it so much. So I've got through... I've just finished the main storyline mission. I've finished the companions bit. So now I'm just going around werewolfing the shit out of all the bandit-infested strongholds. Gone for werewolf, then. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a vampire. Are, are you so trying to bang Ada the Huntress? Done, mate. Nailed. Nice. Yeah, you've got her as a as your bride and my follower nice. because Lydia vanished without a trace. <laughs> a classic Skyrim bug. Uh, she was there one second, gone the next, with about twenty dragon bones and scales because I always give them to her to carry because they're too heavy. Yes, and she just vanished. She she hasn't you know tried fast traveling, buying a new house. 
she's not dead because she's not in the the um, white rum hall of hall of the dead. Yeah, she's fucked off with all my dragon bones. So she's probably like gone to Living Markov and life. set up shop smithing dragon bone armor, which is what I was going to do with those bones when I get my level up to a hundred for smithing. That's the problem if you talk about things too loud around Lydia, she just. Bucks off. Yeah. At some point, your game will just cut to. I'm just going to give these dragon scales to you so that I can set up life uh, in Markarth yeah. later. To which she goes, huh, I mean, she did later or now. She always says, "I am sworn to carry your burdens." And the last time she said it, there was definitely like an extra hint yeah. of "fuck you, buddy." I'm sworn and to carry your burdens that will yeah. make me and rich. yeah, carry your ideas off into the sunset while I live the high life and yeah. have several cabin boys pleasuring me on a boat somewhere. So she's fucked off into the ether somewhere. So uh, no, sod it. I'm uh, I th- set I th- up in my progressive lesbian marriage with uh, Ayla the Huntress. You're, nice. you're a f- I always play a female character too. I, t- I do I tend love to the northern always women. to go serious and beardy for a minute. Walk around if, in my fur pants. If it's an option to play as a female character, I normally will, just because it is unusual mm. in games, and it's nice not to play. A, like, have you seen that picture of the all the video game heroes? They're all. 30-something white men with short brown hair. Yes. Like, all of them. Yes. So it's nice to get away from that. All of them. Then. And by all of them, we mean Nathan Drake and... Every model that's every based on Nathan Drake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I At some point, your your Skyrim game will just cut to Lydia uh, in a mansion with, like, some shaved dragon bones, and she's cutting it into fine pieces. Yeah. And she just, like, snorts it, and she overdoses on dragon bones. Yeah, Skyrim's a pussy just waiting to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, no, I don't know. I didn't. Um, I hadn't even heard about that massive underground bit. The uh, the what's it called? The the dwarven underground area. Really? I can't, yeah, I, can't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I hadn't sort of because I'd sort of seen about most things. Nothing's a huge surprise because the game is six years old now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was quite. That was like a oh me. And you sort it's pretty of go cool down on that. There, bit. It is it? pretty cool. Yeah. With all those kind of big, they look like kind of uh, deep sea jellyfish hanging mm. from the ceilings. All those like neon, yeah, sort kind of phosphorescent of bio, things. Yeah, fluorescent sort of. Thing. Yeah, it's amazing. So uh, yeah, so that's quite cool. So now that I've done the main quest, I'm going to start. I haven't started any of the Dawn Guard or Dragonborn stuff yet, dude. When I bought the um, the new the uh, Skyrim Special Edition, the like HD version of mm. it. Um, I was just sort of milling around the um, northern coasts of Skyrim and suddenly came across the Dawnguard fortress that's in the middle of the sea. <laughs> just choked. Yeah. The big vampire yeah. place. Yeah, I, and I couldn't get in. Too. I was, went to the front of this bloke and was like, no, you're not allowed in. I was like, oh, for fuck, this is, oh, right. this is like I swam when up I was to it 17. Got, I got slaughtered by a massive horde of skeletons. Did you? Oh, jeez, oh, I didn't even run into them. I, I, I sort of... I saw it and I was like, oh Jesus, this isn't, yeah, that looks cool. this isn't here. So I swam towards it. I'm doing doggy paddle miming. Incidentally, not having the camera means I don't. I have to explain now what I'm doing. So doggy paddle to the front, got in, and yeah, there was literally just a dude behind a, a mesh <laughs> sort of... Um, well, like in a I think it's like a port bar colors. that you like, need the password to get no, into. No, no, mate. No, you ain't coming in. <laughs> no. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So yeah, Sky Remain. Pro- so I've probably got still a huge amount to... To do, you've got an epic amount of content. Yeah, so I've done all the companion yeah. stuff. I've done quite a few side missions, but now I'm going to just sort of relax into tooling around, delivering shit for people, clearing out animal infestations, and uh, generally slaughtering bandits. Yeah, I don't know what because you with the civil war thing as well. So like, 
to finish the main storyline, I brought peace to Skyrim, mm-hmm. and I might now go and undo that peace and invade everywhere on behalf of the Stormcloaks <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Always the Stormcloaks? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I am Stormcloaks. I happen to follow Ralph out of Helgen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's just easier, isn't it, generally? Stormcloaks, just, you just kind of fall into it. Is, it. But, but then the Imperials are led by, uh, what's his name, the Exo from Battlestar General Tullius. Oh. Who, you know, always has a... Michael, Captain Baxter. What's his name? Ironside? No. <laughs> what is his name? Michael... Ho- Logan? Hogan? Michael Hogan, Hogan I think. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. He's got a very commanding tone. And, yeah. uh, General whenever Tullius. I hear his voice, I always remember that, um, if this is the day that I die, speech that he does in Battlestar. Yeah, get a bit yeah, um, what else have we been up to? Oh, and we've been watching various things, including the new series of Master of None, which is fucking brilliant. Need to watch that. that it's so good. It's you know, it's very funny, but you can also get very noodly in coffee shop meeting about it and go into the depths of it. Oh, really? It's, it's really good. Like really, really, really good. Did you like? You watched Atlanta, haven't you? I've watched the bits of Atlanta. I've watched a few episodes. Atlanta's probably the most similar. Oh. They're nothing like each other. Yeah. But they're also very similar in that it's a very sort of... Serious comedy. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And like, it does sort of slightly unusual things with episodes of TV. So like, there'll be a whole... Ep- in fact, yeah, that happens in both of them. There's an episode that just doesn't have the main character in it at all, pretty much. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. I'll have to watch that at some point. Mm-hmm. I'll make it next to my list. I've, got, I've just finished a load of stuff, so... Yeah. I think we might need to push those windows... I, I push them out. I don't know why. It is getting quite warm in the in the sex box. Honestly, my sack is stuck. Sex to my leg. box. That's the one, isn't it? That's what we should call it. It's stuck to my leg like super good. Oh, 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 oh. That's yeah, the, too uh, much time on our hands. The practicalities production. of recording a podcast with three not small men in a space that is the size of a garden shed because it is a garden shed. It does get a bit warm, doesn't it? It it's does. It's okay, though. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry, I just move around. I could install some sort of silent air conditioning. Maybe. I've got a fan in my car, but yeah. that will be very probably well, You not. should probably let them out. Hey. We can't really release onto iTunes. just an hour of... That's what Duncan does on Gridiron Gentleman. It's like those, um, those Dyson um, incredible fans that have no moving parts. They still make a fucking noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. It still has a fan in it. Yeah. It's just not there. The fan's in the base pointing upwards. And it works by creating a pressure differential entral that draws air through. So the big hoop is like an aerofoil yeah. section. Hoop. And it, uh, yeah. You it draws are like it down and the Morgan Freeman of technology. You're always here to explain it. <laughs> And every time you earn a freckle. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyway, what else you got? See, that's probably about it. Uh, yeah. There's a new series of Incredible Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt that we're quite excited about. Unbreakable. What did I say? Incredible, incredible. Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> it's incredible. incredible. I, I, I think she is so hot. She is gorgeous. Ellie Kemper. Yes. She's incredibly. very adorable in that. Incredibly adorable. Mm. I, I have to admit, the first series. Didn't make you just want to lock her up in a in a bunker for yeah. fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And I, I mean, to be honest, the first series I I thought was so funny. And John mm. Wayne, uh, the Reverend John Wayne Gary Wayne, <laughs> is one of John Hamm's greatest. He is parts. fucking good. Uh, he's he's a natural comedian. Yeah, he's he an excellent well. comic actor. Yeah. I don't know what the first sort of funny thing that he was in was. He was but, in um, 
Bridesmaids. He was, I think he was in 30 He'd been in 30 Rock before then, though, hadn't he? Yeah. yeah. Which he was like, like the ridiculously good looking boyfriend yeah. that just no exists in this world. No to, yeah. Of privilege because he's so incredibly pretty but so, so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he was on a podcast I listened to and um, he was talking about, they were asking like people uh, about what films they'd seen recently and it was just as uh, Black Mass had come out. And he got asked what film he'd seen. He goes, oh, I've just seen the new um, Tyler What's-His-Face film about Christmas, uh, Blackmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. But you have to be there, I suppose, really. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Cool. Tom. I uh, There was a big backwards compatibility sale on oh. the Xbox Live store. Mm. Um, and I have to admit, I hoovered up a few deals. Yeah. I got Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty 3, Call of Duty World at War, uh, Far Cry 3, yeah. and a couple of other games that don't spring to mind, but they're sat in my library at the moment waiting mm. to be played. I have to admit, as soon as I got all those games, I played Call of Duty 2 all the way through. Mm-hmm which is great, and I'd forgotten how good it was. Um, but maybe not as good as the first Call of Duty. But the Are you saying Modern Warfare 2? No, 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 Call of Duty, Call of Duty 2, the, like the, uh, yeah, the, of the original, original Call of Duty. Yeah, it was, uh, and, and it is quite good. The I mean, the Stalingrad missions where you're um, playing as the sniper uh, and you're sort of pushing through in the early, I think it's early 1943, um, which yeah, is very accurate, um, and the the beleaguered German forces are all pulling back in front of the the Russian steamroller, tightening further and further around and starting. It is very good. It's very atmospheric. I really enjoyed it. But then I started playing Far Cry Three, oh. and before I knew it, I literally lost track of <laughs> anything <laughs> that I'd been doing before. Um, it's such a good game. It makes you question. Why are they bothered with Far Cry 4? Because Far Cry 3 is so good. It's like a better version of Far Cry 4. It, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's absolutely superb. It's absolutely sublime. And the main antagonist, although at least well, he's not really the main antagonist, because of course he dies halfway through, but spoilers, um, Vas Montenegro, he is a fucking brilliant character. Mm. And his speech about the definition of insanity when he's just about to push you down a cenote. Um, is that what it's called a cenote big hole in the ground water at the bottom he's basically tied you up with big block. holes yeah just he, water, 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 three holes. he does this brilliant speech about um, uh, have I ever told you the definition of insanity it's doing the same thing over and over again expecting the same outcome and he goes first time someone told me that I thought fuck it bam shoot him in the head second time someone told me that I thought hey Maybe they're right. And it's just, it's mm. so creepy because your character by this point is breathing really sharply. You can see your, your hands are all tied in front of you and he just punts this breeze block off the edge of the, of, the, of the sort of cliff bit and you just plummet in. He is such a scary character. But the open world of Far Cry 3 mm-hmm. is sublime. Yeah. It's a return to the first kind of tropical lovely island from Far Cry, the original Far Cry, yeah. which lost its way once it introduced all the monsters. Mm. Um, and it's just great fun. I love uh, climbing up the radio towers, revealing more of the world, and then going and scouting out outposts and trying to work out, right, what do I do? Do I release the tiger in the cage? Mm. Let it run run riot? Do I uh, try and be a sneaky sniper? Do I go, go in myself with my silenced pistol and my, and my machete? Uh, it's just so much fun. I've had, I've had an immense amount of fun with it. Best one I saw on YouTube was a guy who parked his car behind a hill. Mm. 
sets two uh, remote detonators or remote charges underneath the car. Mm. He then goes up to the top of the hill, starts firing into the um, into the base. Yeah. So they all come towards him, and then at the exact right time, fires the remote charges. The car flies over <laughs> the hill and lands on them, and he takes the base. <laughs> it's amazing. It's hilarious oh, to well, watch. I love that. But like, the game is brilliant, and the, the scenery itself is just diverse. It's really good. Ubisoft gets so much stick for some of their open world games, and deservedly so sometimes. But but they never. But nowadays, it's become so fashionable to slag Ubisoft off for, yeah. for sort of doing the same thing over and over again, forgetting that what they've done before, like Far Cry Three mm. as a prime example, and probably even Far Cry Four, yeah. are excellent examples of very beautiful open worlds yeah. that mm. feel diverse and feel interesting. When they get it right, there's there's something to do in those yeah. worlds. Yes. Like you can that's the key, yeah. You know, they, they don't feel empty. Because there are some games you play and it literally feels like this is just procedurally generated mm. landscape. Like, and the nearest um, point of interest is 400 kilometres away. Yeah. Like a certain EA game that. that was released this year that shouldn't have been as disappointing as it was. Uh, what, Ghost Recon? No, Mass Effect. Mass Effect, Ma- Mandromeda. Yeah. Mandromeda. Mandromeda. Do you know what? I, I played it on the PC for a few hours and I I really lost interest. I haven't really started it properly yet. I will play yeah. I will get around to it at some point, but... See, that's the thing. Do you remember when the original Mass Effect trilogy couldn't was going stop playing on? Yeah, I, I think could like, not if, wait to play it. If if it was Mass Effect three, then I'd have finished it twice already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, I sort of played the first couple of missions, and I was going, oh, I'm going to go back to Skyrim. Mm. So I will play it, but I'm not as excited about it. Yeah, as, fair enough. Uh, as I was. Going, going back to Ubisoft though. Um, I love Watch Dogs too. Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I don't know. Don't know. Shall we decide? But then, I mean, because you know, we we well, we can't really decide on what to call ourselves. Okay, so we're going to do a hands up for for Ubisoft and a hands up for Ubisoft, and you'll be able to see it. But you'll notice when we start saying it. Mm. There we go. How about that? So, so Ubisoft, Ubisoft. I'm going for Albisoft. <laughs> Just to be a difficult... I think there's a silence A fucker. at the start. For fuck's sake. <laughs> okay, right. So we'll just go with whatever we feel like then. Mm-hmm. We'll each get each our own definition. Um, yeah, so Watch Dogs 2 was a great open world game that, you know, probably picked up a lot from Grand Theft Auto. But it I think just, a city-based open world game yeah. does tend to... They're naturally smaller. Yeah. Because a city is harder to do than open grassland. This, this well, I'll tell that to um, no, just because just because it's smaller. Well, but like if you compare the, I don't know quite how they do it comparing map sizes because it's completely arbitrary. Mm. Like there's no such there's no fixed units. You can't take one game. You must do it by like measuring the height of a character and using mm. that as a sort of certain thing. But, but yeah, if you compare the like, GTA Five, it is big. But if you compare the map to some of the more recent. Like Far Cry, it is smaller, mm. but it feels big because it's so so busy. Yeah, like there's Skyrim, a lot going on. Very the map in Skyrim is actually really small. You can walk from one side of it to the other in like twenty minutes, mm. Mm. but it feels massive because it's very cleverly designed. the The terrain is laid out so that when you're sort of in one place, you can't see everywhere else. Mm. Um, so everywhere does feel like a long way away. The variations, a, different terrain, and it all types. looks different in Skyrim yeah. as well. That's the other thing. That's 
where most open world girl games fail is the fact that it all kind of looks the same mm. and it gets a bit boring. But I do still some like even I've been playing it for quite a while and I still sort of when you actually have to walk mm. somewhere because you can't fast travel there, you look at it on the map and think, oh, it's going to take me fucking ages. And then you get there in five minutes. Yeah. Except you don't because you find something else on the way and get distracted and then go in there and end up having to clear out a den of hag ravens and it takes you half an hour and then you forget what you were doing originally and you go and do something else. If then you look at your um, again, miscellaneous what, quest line that's part of what makes it really feel, stressed out. Feel oh, shit man, there's like 500 yeah. things in there, Jesus. But and if you do the Dark Brotherhood, you, you can never finish that game. It will just keep going and going. Well, there's those quests that just, they will just randomly generate more. Well, they're called Radiant, aren't they? Yeah. Radiant, yeah. The companions have got them as well, so you can keep going to mm. Farkas and Vilkas and Ayla and, and say, you got any jobs? And they're always like, yep, job, go do this. That's your wife, man. Yeah. But she's also running a shop somewhere, coining it in. Going back to Ubisoft, they get so much stick, and I think they make quite good games. I think the some of their stuff is a bit lazy. Yeah, like I've been playing a bit more of that Ghost Recon. We'll get onto that in a bit, but it's it's pretty boring. And some of the like Assassin's Creed, oh god, yeah, has gone off the rails a bit, and there's just Assassin's you know, Creed Two got the balance right between what we were lacking. From number one and what people expected yeah, from yeah. number one. Is, is number two the first one with Ezio? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is a good one. And it's a classic. It's mm-hmm. a, it is an absolute classic. And, you know, Florence, uh, Venice and Rome. Florence, Venice, what, Rome I, and Montenegro. I, I was playing that just as I went to Florence for the first time. I kept, like, I felt really well informed about the city. Yes. <laughs> my, dad, uh, my dad went, uh, yeah, probably about a year after the game was uh, released. I mean, he works in Rome pretty much every week but he hadn't really been to Florence before and I remember him showing me some pictures and I was sitting there going oh climb that been on that yeah jumped off that yeah <laughs> jumped into a hay bale at the bottom of that there's a, yeah. uh, there's a secret tomb under there yeah secret tomb <laughs> under there it's got assassin's armour in there yeah. easy well no it's not assassin's armour it's a seal it's a seal to place at the altar in the um, uh, auditore house yeah you do so you find um, Altair's armour at one point don't you his armor is locked in the in the tomb underneath the mansion. Yeah, and you have oh, to yeah, go to all to of those do all the other the catacombs and things. They're like platforming puzzles, yes. aren't they? And honestly, some of my favorite bits oh. of the Assassin's Creed really, games. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about it. Like jump, 3D platforming is one of those things that didn't work, and it took a while after things went 3D. Mm. The old FPSs, so like the first Half-Life, Turok, things like that, there were so many sections where it was precision jumping, Mm. like like an old 2D platformer. And it took a little while for everyone, this is shit in 3D. (laughs) It doesn't work, it's just an absolute ball ache. See, but but two Raider games were doing it a long time ago, Mm. and with awful graphics by today's standards. The the game was built around doing that. That's true. Especially in first person, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I do remember in in Half Life that really awkward bit where you have to jump. It's quite near the beginning of the game. Jump down a series of boxes hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, the there's like a big cargo lift, That's and right. you've got to sort of jump across the boxes. That's right. Yeah, that that sort of shit is what the quick save button was invented for. Yeah, it's absolutely awful. That killed me. That absolutely killed me. I I mean it. I'd got so 
you know that that whole first bit of, of Half Life is a bit of a roller coaster of oh my god, people dying the left, right, and centre. Yeah. And you suddenly find the whole thing slams the brakes on and grinds to a halt when you're trying to jump across a couple of boxes. Or just try to get off a ladder. It'll <laughs> yeah. kill you. <laughs> yeah. So easily. But also with the ladder noise, which is just like this kind of boom mm. <laughs> noise, and you just find yourself. Ah! <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's difficult. To relate. That that was all sort of relatively uncharted territory. Mm. Like, how do you do a ladder in 3D? And it was before the sort of contextual action button had yes. come along. There was a button for everything. It's interesting, then, that you said the word uncharted uh, mm. territory, because that, yeah. of course, nailed contextual it. buttons. Yeah. yeah, nailed platforming and, and scaling very well. And I have to say, having played all three of them, they are good fun games. They're great they games. They are good fun they are. games. I do, I do want to play them. They're the only, like, PlayStation regret that I've ever had. What about The Last of Us? Yeah, survival. I'm not a huge survival horror fan, apart from Resident Evil 4, which is the best game of all it's, time. It's, 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 yeah, okay, so it's not Resident Evil 4, but it's a very good story. No, I'm, I'm sure, I like, yeah, I, I'm not dissing it at all, it's just it's not enough to make me wish I'd had a PlayStation. And I didn't even really notice Troy Baker as a voice artist mm. until that game, and then I suddenly started recognising his dulcet tones Everywhere, mm. Troy Baker. I'd take Troy Baker over Nolan North. Yeah, but no, like, Nolan North's a, always Nolan North. But he did a great job as um, the lead character in Spec Ops: The Line. Oh my god, that game is so, so good. good. I, that's the one game they need to make backwards compatible. Oh, I would really play that again in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would, I would buy it again over and over. <clears> I've, I've, I've got it. It was one of the one few ones I downloaded, and it's such a good game. But uh, I, um, yeah, I absolutely oh. adore that game. Anyway, what else have you been up to, Tom? Oh, um, not a lot, really. Mm. Um, I had a holiday. Went to Centre Parks. That was great. Little wife, nice. a great time. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of the, me and the wife, very relaxing. Like those sort of um, countryside holidays, very good. Does um, it? So Centre Parks, like after dark when the kids are all in bed, turns. Into does it go a bit keys in the bowl? Oh, it's basically like a massive. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. that turn on the, like, hostel. the low lighting on in the big dome swimming pool. Yes, nice although sadly you you in have the, the shower with the bags on your head. Do I leave? The, do I leave the kid? Do I take the kid? Do I, I do, what do I do? Mm. Where do I where do I leave the it's kid? It's difficult in an orgy to be sort of checking the baby monitor. But luckily often. there are clumps of houses, so um, there's like four or five all like joined together. Mm. Um, so you just pick a house. So obviously, because we had the kid, we we hosted. You know, we kept Vinny in his own room. We hosted and just had basically a great big sweaty yeah. sort of dogging um, horrendousness through the French you windows. And just every sort of twenty minutes or so, somebody sort of pops up for air. <coughs> you will enjoy the back to check on the kids. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, enjoy the other pod that goes up this week, then, Tom. <laughs> that's oh no, I've listened. I've listened to that. I heard uh, you guys <laughs> talking about it. Yes. No, it was it, it was lovely. It was a great family holiday, and uh, my glands is red raw. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can ask for a whole yeah, really can ask for. Um, yeah, so that was it, really. Watching, it's just the usual stuff on Netflix. Like, I sit down and I think, hmm, what will make me laugh? And it's like The Office or yeah. <laughs> just something really pissy, like Rick and Morty. Literally watching that I today. could watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine so... Oh, yeah. we've watched, we, we start, so we picked up the from the season hiatus of that. So we've seen a few episodes of the second half of season eight of mm. that. So, Season eight. eight. Is it? I think it is season eight. Four, isn't it? No, of Brooklyn Nine. No, it's got to be four. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Modern Family. Yeah. Ah. That we're also watching. Yeah. It's oh, it's also got four. Andy Samberg in, hasn't it? 
No? No, it hasn't. No. No, that's Hugh Dennis and those kids. Is that right? You're thinking that's outnumbered. <laughs> and and, and uh, it wasn't even the same one. Milky, milky. Outnumbered is the British one. Mod Family's the Sophia Vergara. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, on. Yeah. See, like, it's, uh, it's gone a bit past it now. It's quite good. But, but when the kids have grown up to become quite hot, that's concerning. Well, Luke, yeah. the the youngest one, yeah, he's now like just like three Adam. when it starts. Yeah. he's now drinking and going to college. It's a bit weird. <laughs> my dad, looks, he is hot though. You're right. My dad looks exactly like Cam from my family. <laughs> he really does. Oh, hang on, Modern Family is that yeah. the one with Neil Flynn as the dad? No, the janitor from no, Scrubs. It's Ty Burrell. You're, oh. you're thinking of um, that's the Malcolm in the middle. The, just the middle. No, the middle. Yeah, Not the middle. Malcolm. Oh. Mod, how have you? You're not aware of Modern Family. family. No. Oh, it's, got, it's got the dad from Married with Children in it. He plays the granddad in this. Ben. <laughs> is that not the guy? No. <laughs> no ben. Really not. <laughs> it's um, the thing that's made Sofia Vergara as famous as yeah. she is. Well, it's one of the. There's two more things that have made her as famous as she is. Oh shit! No, do, I know do, the one. Do, with do, 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 it's, that's it's, not the theme tune, but it's close approximation. It's got the. No, I do. I do know the one you mean. I do. I, I yes, I do know the one you mean. I do. I do. You don't look sure. Is it the? <laughs> no, I have seen it. Is it the one with the with Neil Morrissey and there's uh, the gay couple? Yes. Yeah. So it's like an extended family. There's a gay couple. There's like a classic two point four children couple, and then there's the older guy with the younger wife sort of couple and they're all related yes, to each yes, other yes 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 I know I do I've watched several episodes yeah, yeah. it's very watchable it is, it is very good yeah. but it's now I think it is now on like season 10 yeah and it's gone a bit like Friends did in that when it's repeated on E4 in 10 years time they'll show maybe two thirds of the episode episodes and you'll think this was really good but they never show the shit third yeah it's not on 4 anymore is it it's on uh, Comedy Central oh, I'll tell you what I did start watching and that I have really enjoyed actually more so when Danny DeVito joined the cast yes Always Sunny in Philadelphia yes oh, it's, it's, so it's so good, good. that hilarious. is on season 10 and has just been like as it's, it's never dropped lower than like an 8 it's on season 12 12 yeah, yeah. it's the longest running it's incredibly sitcom. good oh. I think it is is it longest running yeah. sitcom it, live just, action sitcom like just that. doesn't every episode is Brilliant, so good. I watched the the water park one again the other That's day. So good. <laughs> it's so simple. The stuff they do is stuff you've seen I in just, every. I other just love series. that that noise of that. <laughs> all the way down, and he lands in the pool at the bottom with all that blood everywhere. <laughs> Hello, I'm Anko Gablogian, the famous art collector, and I'm going to invite you to a show. But first, I'm going to destroy your art gallery. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Derivative. <gasps> I must have this. Is, is that the, the air conditioner? <laughs> but aren't we all air conditioners? I mean, seriously, just conditioning the air and screwing each other's brains out. And she's like, so true. It's so true. I love the, the Charlie work. I was preceded episode. by him yeah. going, just play it subtle, okay? Yeah. Just play it subtle. Like, he goes, yeah, no, I, I used to hang around with girls <laughs> in the 70s. Seriously, play it subtle. <laughs> the, the episode where they said everything goes in the bar. Oh and it just God, is yeah. progressive. Danny DeVito gets progressively worse and worse until he's playing Russian roulette in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He has to be... I mean, Frank has to be one of the best... I mean, honestly, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, for me, 
became the show I love now yeah. when Danny DeVito joined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just love it. It was really early. It was, it was the start second of season series. two, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, second series. But he was only meant to be in it for... Yeah, I think he was just season, like, yeah. guys, I'm really enjoying this. Come yeah. on, hang around. I mean, they. I mean, him and Charlie's... I mean, th- their life is just... It's. I mean, it's horrible, isn't it? It's just disgusting. <laughs> they, they eat the cat food in order <laughs> yeah. to fall, that gives them horrendous stomach problems. <laughs> What's the, the only way they can fall asleep? Yeah. What's the game they play? Night Night Crawlers or? Oh yeah, they play Night Crawlers. Don't yeah, they? and there's the Chardy McDennis game that has no knowable rules. <laughs> Frank's Frank's uh, flag is just a swastika. <laughs> yeah. just you just see him proudly raising the flag, just. Oh, it does, it does do things that other shows would sort of try and do, but it would just be bad taste. But they can do pretty much anything. The, is e- Dennis a serial killer? I'm pretty certain he is. Yeah, he is a serial. killer. Must, like there has been a like there was an episode in the new series called "Is Dennis a Serial Killer?" Wasn't there? Oh no! It was, was like, that, it was the other one. It was, it was Charlie. Uh, I think it was his Charlie, wasn't it? That they no. Is that, there's there's one in the new series where it's like an episode of Serial. Oh, it's oh, Dennis yes. being and they find that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah. But he's um, it's because the implications. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that on the podcast the other day. Ago. And I was on the boat, but they, <laughs> they weren't aware of it because of the implications. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not getting it. <laughs> so they are in danger. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. I love it. So I in Philadelphia. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And it's quite a good. Um, that's what I've been up to. If you sort of recommend it to someone, it's quite a good like test of character. Yeah, if they come if back, you, if they come back and like, what the fuck is that? That's horrendous. You don't want to talk to them. I'm not going to bother talking to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. genius, absolute genius. Yeah, I love it. Cool, very funny. And that's it. I'm done. Cool. Well, you, are we still so. talking about what we've been doing? Yeah, we're we, half an hour into yeah, passing. No. I've got six pages of notes. We're going to have to rattle through them. Yeah. Um, I have mostly. I haven't played much, but I've been watching a lot of TV. I've pl- talked about what I played. Played more Forza Horizon three, which I really more really Forza Horizon more Forza Horizon three, um, which is just a lot of fun. Um, I think you're the only person I know who's ever played Forza Horizon three. It's amazing. It's really really good. It's one of my. It's probably my favourite driving game. I believe that you believe it's I amazing. Knew you this that. is the one where you can drive around Australia in a warthog. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's just a lot of fun. It and I think I'm over driving games. Yeah. Well, Give this one a go, world, buddy. Oh shit! I was, I was <laughs> go play your fucking Far Cry Three. <laughs> well, that's real. Pirates, pirates are real. <laughs> pirates are real. Dan. So are cars. <laughs> <laughs> cars. What? <laughs> so I played a bit of that. Um, I had a new approach to Ghost Recon because I was finding it incredibly boring, uh, and I've got through the second area of about twenty, and um, I realised if I if I just stop spending so long planning everything out so like every little time I was about to enter a base I'd be like right he's over there he's over there he's over there and before I knew it 10 minutes had passed and I hadn't done anything and I'd still just run in and die anyway hmm. I, I, I figured if I just generally just run in and kill people it's a lot more enjoyable um, but still not right it's a real shame because it has some promise the idea of like being able to go through this open world getting picked up by choppers and, mm. and ta- you know riding them through you know like Vietnam sort of stuff and then it's landing just... and taking over places and landing zones and all that you know it all sounds really cool but in practice it's really meh well it's just not enough to do it's like everything's one of four or five different jobs so it's pretty boring really. it's a real shame it's a real shame uh, that's all I've been playing I haven't played much because I have spent 
every spare minute I have watching American Horror Story. And now I've watched all of it. Six seasons in about two weeks. <laughs> and it that is... That can't be good for you. <laughs> it's great, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's really, really good. And the idea is every season is a typical, well, American Horror Story. So first season's Murder House... Second season's Asylum. Murder House. It's just so typical. <laughs> but it's every, typical. Every neighbourhood has got Murder House. But it's a typical... It's that, it's that one over there. It's, it's a typical... Oh, shush. It's a typical American horror story, is the point. You, you, you get the settings. You get the stories within the settings. And what it does is it takes a typical story and a typical horror setting. And then it does something pretty fucked up with every single season, pretty much. Now, watch the first four seasons and... the while Jessica Lang's in it, it is... Angela Lansbury? Jessica Lang. Oh, well, sorry. It is pretty much an acting... Jessica Lansbury. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's pretty much an acting masterclass. She is just amazing in it. And then season five rolls around, and which was the, the original reason I started watching, because it was the one with all the serial killers. Um, and... You're into some creepy shit. I know, right? And um, right. Jesus. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and um, I like the shape of your skull. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Jessica Lang's not in season five. They instead went with Lady Gaga. Basically the same thing. And I would say oh. she won an award for that. And she's basically just Lady Gaga. The story I, I, I found out was they had this whole idea about how it was going to be centred around this one guy who had a murder hotel, basically. Mm-hmm. It's called Hotel. And um, the idea was that he had, through the years as a ghost, been trying to inspire serial killers to go out right. and become better serial killers. A murder hotel is a real thing. But this this is based on H.H. H. Holmes' always, murder house. At work, they always make us book murder hotels because they're cheaper. You, If you want to go for a non-murder hotel, you've got to go... Anyway, it is based on a real thing, which was H.H. Uh, H. H. Holmes' murder house. But... And they had this this intricate intricate I might be overdoing it. They had this storyline where it was going to be all about serial killers. Then Lady Gaga said she wanted to be in it, uh, and as a result, she refused any of their wardrobe and said she'd wear her own clothes. And uh, then they had to turn the whole story about this bullshit vampire story with Lady Gaga being the Countess, and that's bollocks. But then season six quite good again. American Horror Story is really good. Guys, you guys, you should get so guys, I'm not in it anymore. She's in it a bit, but she's not in it as much as she was in season five. It's well worth a watch. Really, really good acting. Really good storylines. Just really good. Uh, best thing she ever did was probably being in that uh, video for the Lonely Island. Yes, I completely agree. This in a three-way. Yeah, yeah. You guys are still brilliant. here, mm. but she's still just being Lady Gaga. She's still just being herself. Anyway, apart from that, to continue the creepy shit I've been watching, mm-hmm. watch The Keepers which is a documentary about a nun that was murdered in the 50s. Um, and these two middle-aged women who are trying to figure out what actually happened uh, and trying to prove that she was killed by... So this is what happens when you sit up late at night just scrolling way through Netflix, like past all the Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> straight-to-DVD stuff. It's really good. It's it's a similar vein to Making a Murderer. Um, and, but yeah, it's these two middle-aged women just trying to solve this case and they get pretty close but they just can't prove anything in the end and it's that's really good that's a good watch and what else have I been watching watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia season 12 mm-hmm. that was great oh that's a hard one 
Tom's talked about crisps, by the way. Mm. I stress that. Um, <laughs> aside from that, I watched. Um, I went to. I watched a few films, but I watched John Wick Two again. It's just brilliant. I really need to see that. Yes. John Wick was so good. Yeah, yeah. John Wick Two is fantastic. And then I went to the cinema, um, and I spent good money on Alien Covenant. Well, which everyone else seems to love, and I'm glad I found out that Tom feels similarly to I. To I. <laughs> to, to me, in the sense that I think it's shit. It's not even disappointing, because yeah. I think there was always a part of me yeah. that, that thought it was going to be rubbish. Mm. Mm. I've, I've not seen it, but yeah, I've had sort of middling... So, an example... So, so disappointing. It sounds like it would have been less disappointing if they'd called it just... Covenant. Covenant. Because mm. it was clearly going to be Prometheus, yep. Covenant, whatever the name of the next yeah. chip is. So... You don't remember any of the characters' names because you don't really get to know any of the characters in it. You know, I remember the names. They're called Stupid, Dies Too Early, Makes Bad Decisions, Captain Hat, this, and Fiddles with Penis. There's a bit halfway through the film. Have you seen it? Or? No, that's from, from Prometheus. Okay. There's a bit halfway through the film where something's meant to be quite dramatic and kind of the turning point of the film. And I was in the cinema laughing at how silly it was. Um, and it's something to do with the shuttle pilot. And it, it all goes a bit Benny Hill, but in a really gruesome kind of way. Um, it's so silly. So there's that, right? The best thing about films is you get to see what people are doing, right? That's the advantage of films. Nailed it. Yeah. Okay, so... That is if, how they work. If you've got a guy who is a preacher in a film, you maybe just show him praying or something. Maybe don't have him go, well, I didn't get the job because I'm a man of faith. And it's like, maybe just show him doing something a little bit preachery rather than saying, I'm a man of faith, just so you know, which is fucking ridiculous. You don't get to know any of the characters, I've mentioned that already. It kind of ruins Alien a little bit and a lot of the mythology behind Alien. Yeah, maybe we were better off not knowing what happened before Alien is what I'm beginning to realise. That being said, Michael Fassbender is really good in it. Yeah, and my main problem with sort of prequels and things like that is sometimes it is better not to yeah. have backstory for characters. So I'm quite... I'm sure it'd be great, but I'm a little bit nervous about the young Han Solo. I don't want it to be a Han origin movie. No. Because, you know, he's just Han Solo, he's awesome. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what I, happens. I just so don't want it's it to just be... like a younger version of him having shits and giggles and winning the Falcon off of Lando. Hmm. That's fine. Here's the big thing. What is the best bit about the alien? What makes the alien such a compelling enemy? Just like, I, I've always thought it's just its sheer unknowing, unknowability. Like, you, you cannot possibly comprehend the world from its point of view or understand its motivations. Or where it came from. Yeah, or it's just... end it's been... Right, it alien covenant destroys that. Yeah. And I will that say it, but is unfortunately what no. destroys. Even if you're, I mean, it's just terrible. Even if you're okay with that, it is a. And I am knowing about a couple of people this about this at work. Um, it's a bad film. It's a badly put it together really film. Bad. It's badly written as well. Terrible. The script is awful. Mm. Yeah, so you don't get to know any. The, the best thing about Alien is you get to know every single one of the people on that ship before they are brutally murdered. Well, there's only like seven of them, aren't there? Yeah. With this, there's a very touching part where there is a gay couple, mm. and it's almost a plot twist that you find out they're gay because 
you quickly see him holding like his his hand and they've both got wedding rings on but that's not how you show that <laughs> it's just not how you do it. it's not a good film it's badly put together and i laughed at the bits that i shouldn't be laughing at mm. and just grimaced through most of the film oh, it's a real shame it is a real shame and to be honest i've been you know, i've have, had you seen it, I would have gone into a bit more mm. detail story-wise yeah. as to why it, I, I think I'm so annoyed. While Michael Fassbender is brilliant mm. as, as David, because we all know he's in it again, He's um, we also know that he's really good as another character, mm. but mm. is basically playing the same character, but just under a different name. Yeah. Um, when he's literally... He's like another copy, isn't he? Well, yeah, I mean, you've got David 8, who is the prototype, is the eighth prototype of the original David androids from Wayland Utani. And then you've got Walter, who is the sort of more up-to-date version of the same android, but, you know, the latest version. Um, I liked David in Prometheus purely because he was obviously there with a bit of an ulterior motive, but you kind of felt that everything that happened even though it was because he was touching everything mm. like a crazed child, um, that was the whole point. He was curious and he was trying to find things and he was obviously there with a bit... This next bit, they've turned him into a fucking mad professor. Yeah, he's. they make him properly benevolent, don't they, basically, in this? And it's not... It's No, he's not benevolent. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. On, he's almost omnipotent. Yeah, that's a better description, yeah. 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 He's, he's just doing it because... <clears throat> It's so upsetting. I was so I was so frustrated. Mm. It's um, I'm sure Ridley Scott has got another good alien film in him. Well, but I, that wasn't it. Mark Hermo put it best when he said he worked only. He's at a point now in his life where he only does a good job if he's got a good script in front of him. And this wasn't a good script. No, because this was oh, so disappointing. So, I so like that begs the question: How does he know when he's got a good script in front of him? Because if he looked at this one and thought, "Oh, this is a great script. I can work with this." You've got to kind of think, well, how are you I, going to regain your... Honestly, I think this is Fox we're talking about. I think he went in goes, Prometheus 2. Yeah. No, not Prometheus 2. Mm. Alien, prequel, which is what you promised us with Prometheus, Ridley. Okay, Alien. <laughs> See if we can shoehorn Alien in there. I had an argument about this, this film with a couple of people at work. And they and one of their their arguments was, I, I explained a load of stuff that didn't make any sense. They go, oh well, yeah, but there's uh, a companion like five minute thing with that goes with it that explains all that. Well, that doesn't count. Put it in the film then. Put it in the film then, because I haven't seen that, and I guarantee ninety percent of the people in the cinema won't have seen that. Yeah, like DVD bonus features shouldn't be Proper required to really yeah. understand the film. Yeah. Put it in the film. We are only going to see what's in front of us, which is the same argument a lot of people have about the Marvel films, and rightly so. Rightly so. There we go. Anyway, I think we're done now, aren't we? I'm angry. We're out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> should we do some quick news? Because we've got... 46 minutes. Yes. Okay, let's have, a, let's have a, a skim through. Okay, right. <laughs> Let news! Okay. News. Uh, an armed man dressed as Punisher tried to kill Jason David Frank who was the guy who played the Green Ranger in the Power Rangers. Wow. Yeah, that happened. That's, no, yeah. None of that makes sense. Yeah, so a guy just dressed as Punisher. He wanted to kill corrupt cops and the Green Ranger, apparently. Oh, um, he, Jason David Frank got over it by having his photo taken with John Bernthal, who plays the Punisher in, in Ultimate Act of Defiance, apparently. I am 
bewildered by yeah. that. Yeah, anyway, that's that happened in America. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is overtaking Guardians of the Galaxy 1 in terms of how much money it's made. I mean, it's always going to. Anyone here seen it? No, yeah, you? No. Yeah, it's great. It's really, really good. Funny. Did, did you like Guardians of the Galaxy? Loved it. Then you will like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because it's pretty much the same film. Yeah. So, Funny? No, yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly yeah. okay with that. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was, like, a lot of people, I think Guardians of the Galaxy did, it did well in the cinema, but like, yeah. a lot of people didn't go and see it. A lot of people saw it for the first time at home. Yeah. I rented it. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 now overtaken. Guardians of the Galaxy one, which is very good. Nice. Uh, um, Black Cat and Silver Sable. We've got some Spider-Man universe news here. Yeah. Black Cat and Silver Sable film coming out uh, could feature a number of uh, of Spider-Man's main bad. So guys. is this? There's now something called the Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I think it's going to tie in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Except it's not. It's going to be like bridged via Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah. So there's going to be. Because Sony is still clutching like a dead, withered hand onto yes. the Spider-Man rights. Yeah. Yes. So they can go off and make their own Spider-Man films, but they can't have any Marvel cinematic stuff in the only, Yes, Spider-Man's the only one that Marvel are involved with, and I guarantee that that will be the only one that's any good, probably. Yeah. And Spider-Man. Marvel will... like They've learned their lesson. Yeah. They Spider-Man is their biggest property, and they sold it to Sony back when they were yeah. nearly bankrupt. They are not letting go of any of their rights ever again. No, no, no. And now they are the biggest company in the world. They don't need to. The only thing that is kind of interesting is Tom Hardy's playing is going to play Venom in a film as well. But I don't think Venom's that interesting in character. No one face. cared about Venom. Yeah, encountered the parasite. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he has to have his villain voice. Always yeah. have to be. <laughs> oh my god! One of the creepiest things I've seen is Tom Hardy reading a uh, CBB's bedtime story. A lot of people didn't find that creepy, Tom. The creepiest thing ever. He's I don't like, think you're the target audience. No. CBB's bedtime story is very yeah, much he's gone. He's really threatening. Even little something my for son months. was like sta- sitting there watching it. Like He kept I looking think, at me with this really worried look on his face. I'm like, you don't worry, Vinny. You I are think not the most only one finding this people weird. that watched that did it after the kids had gone to bed with the sound off. Yes. Yeah. And a tube of moisturising cream in hand. Yeah, that and the Chris Evans. Oh, Tom here. <laughs> Should we uh, rattle off some Last Jedi news? I think we'll do a whole pod on The Last Jedi. Okay. Um, but some quick stuff. Um, there was a variety front cover that had um, some pictures from The Last Jedi. Yeah, amazing photo of Carrie Fisher on that. Yeah, Very really cool. cool photo of Carrie Fisher. Cool photos of most of the cast. Uh, the thing that everyone's talking about is that Captain Phasma's not wearing a helmet. Well, of course she's fucking not. Because no, she was obviously that role was obviously cut down yeah. in the first one. Because no, you don't get Gwendolyn Christie to walk around with a helmet on and say three lines. That's, it was that's... obviously... It's a bit like... Um, uh, what's her name? Thingy in Guardians. Mm. Nova Prime. Shit, what's her name? One of the most famous actresses in the world. and Her name's... It's Glenn Close. Head. Glenn Close. Yeah. You don't cast Glenn Close in that role to say three things. Obviously, there was more, and then it was cut on in the edit. Mm. Also, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. You've got Gwendolyn Christie playing a fairly major character in this... At some point, you've got to take a helmet off. Because it's the same reason Robert Downey Jr. is the highest paid actor in Hollywood, I believe. You can't just have him in the Iron Man suit the whole time. Because mm. otherwise, that's a waste of your money. So at some point, you've got to get him as Tony Stark. At, and at some point, you've got to get him with the little lights in front of him. Mm. So yeah, they're taking the helmet off simply because it's Gwendolyn Christie. Uh, other news, there's some stuff about the lightsaber as well. That it's not Anakin's lightsaber anymore. It's going to be Ray's lightsaber or something like that. It was never Luke's lightsaber because it was Anakin's lightsaber, but 
He apparently didn't like that light. Anyway, it's all bullshit. But if I may, for a moment, yeah, it is a rite of passage for a Jedi to create their own lightsaber. Create their own lightsaber, and Luke did that between yeah. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And of course, the lightsaber he uses before that is is his father's. Yeah, is his and father's old he lightsaber. loses it down. Yes, on but yeah. someone found it, and of course that was dismissed in the first of the new films as ah, oh, that's another story for another day. Have you seen the GIF where his hand gets but chopped can't you off? Just tell me, no, I can't. His hand gets chopped off, and you see uh, what's her name again? I've forgotten her name. The one with the big eyes. The one with the, the, Maskinata. Maskinata. You just see her in a little spaceship come up with it, <laughs> just in the background, and just dive back down again. Um, but because it wasn't Anakin's, because Anakin then went and made his own lightsaber as well, then there's this... No, no, that was Anakin's. That was Anakin. That was his that was original lightsaber, wasn't it? They're well, saying his original. His, his original was the one that gets cut in half on Geonosis. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's his um, apprentice's lightsaber, which is a more, which is which looks more like Darth Vader's. Mm. So he obviously goes back. I mean, because that one he has is kind of... It's the the graphics light handle, isn't it? Mm. It's the, yeah. Um which is a bit more sleek and uh, yeah, a bit more, a bit less rigid. But yeah, when he goes back, when he becomes Darth Vader, I think he needs something with a bit more grip. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hellboy reboots. The guy from Stranger Things. Have you seen him us? Yeah, yeah, I watched it twice. Oh, I th- honestly thought you had watched it for a second. Though. I'm bang off. I fucking love Hellboy. It's a shame that Ron Perlman's not going to be doing it anymore because he's like just perfect in that role. But, yeah. Uh, no, I, I really enjoyed changes. both the Hellboy movies. I think they're great, yeah. No Guillermo del Toro this time, though. Oh, shit. Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo del, Toro. del Toro. Well, I'll tell you what. Raise your hand if it's... No, we're not going to do it. Um, Guillermo! It did, however, kill off a BPRD spin-off film that was in works, apparently. Yeah, shit. Which would have been quite good. Led by... What's his face? Oh, God, what's his name? Abe Sapien. Yeah. Yeah. Which oh, I liked him. The Fishman. Yes. Fishman. Yeah. Fishman. Uh, Wonder Woman. The women only streaming. Wonder Woman! Is causing quite the stir amongst dickheads. The... Sorry, say that again. Wonder Woman's women only screening is causing quite the stir amongst dickheads. Don't give a shit. Do you not give a shit? Couldn't give a shit. Why would you give a shit? Just stop it. Shut up. Just don't go to that screen. Just don't go to that screen. Stop idiots on the internet. Yes. Basically. There you go. Are we excited about Wonder Woman? What woman? No, because it's a DC film and they are shit until proven good. Completely agree. So this, I calling this DC's last chance. More news on DC Universe. Joss Whedon's taken over from Zack Snyder, who's had to uh, leave the film for personal reasons. Yeah. Um, Joss Whedon seems to have ordered a ton of reshoots as well of Justice League. Well, if you're going to get Joss Whedon in, he's not. I don't think he'd be the sort of person who would just come in and finish off somebody else's film. If he's no. going to do it, he's going to do it his way. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Um, reshoots is an issue, though, with, with DC. That's happened an awful lot. Well, Suicide Squad, I'm pretty sure, was reshoots. So was Batman vs. Superman. Superman. It's um, sort of like everyone... I'm sure we've talked about this before. Like Reshoots, per se, mm. not a problem. Mm-hmm. All big-budget, special-effects-heavy films now... Basically, just say there are going to be some reshoots. They they build them into the budget and schedule right from day one because you know you're going to think of something yeah. you wish you'd done differently or come up with something during the filming. And because it's a big special effects, crazy spectacular, you can't just nip into a studio with a camera and film it in five minutes. Mm-hmm. However, when you end up with Suicide Squad, which was made of the trimmings of a completely different film, 
I watched. It is a shit show. I watched twenty minutes of that again the other day because my dad was watching it, and it is a really bad film. It's just not entertaining. No, not remotely entertaining. Which, and the, the worst thing about it is it thinks it's so quirky and fun. Yeah, but it's, it's missed, just boring. It's missed the point. And then you compare. That was meant to be their Guardians. Hmm. Now, more news. Uh, Ac- news. Aquaman. News. News. Not Aquaman. Uh, Green Lantern is meant is being described as DC's answer to Guardians of the Galaxy, which is funny because I heard that was their lethal weapon the other day as well. But mm-hmm. who knows what's going on? Is this space. because it's in space? Pretty much. I'm guessing. They're yeah. missing the point of why Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. is good. It's not because it's got spaceships. In it. No. Do you know what's brilliant is that you could probably transpose the action from Guardians of the Galaxy, the script. You should. You could probably get rid of um, everything else that's going on. Pick the script up. Put it into present day mm-hmm. in sort of similar war sort of circumstances, it would still work. It doesn't rely on yeah. the setting to work. It's the, the characters, characters and the relationships. The yeah. You could set it in a police station, it would still be the same film. Damn skippy, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, more sorry. DC news Doug Lyman, who quit Gambit to go work on Justice League Dark or Dark Universe, as it's called, mm-hmm. uh, has now quit that as well. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's not really doing well, is it? DC Universe is a kind of a mess. It's a shit It's not a universe. It's it's just a bunch of films. They're not unified. You can't look at, like... They just don't don't have any real interlinks, apart from, like, Batman shows up in Suicide Squad going, hey, I'm Batman. And it's the best thing about the film. (laughs) But it still doesn't really have any impact or form part of a wider narrative... You know, I mean, the, the whole Infinity Gauntlet thing, it's got a slight air of bobbins about it. Yeah. But, you know, it, you can plot a chart and map out everything they've done from Iron Man to 20 years in the future. And it's all related. And it's all perfectly interlinked and woven together. Different news then. Paddington 2 has got a release date. Fuck, yeah. Jan- I'm down with that bear. January is he in the DC Universe as well? <laughs> yeah, he is now, yeah. I wish it Surely this is their last chance. Yeah. <laughs> He's now got a cowl on him. just talks to <laughs> gravelly baritone. Yeah. I don't know where I was going to go with that. Have you seen the original? The yeah, it's original, great. The first it's great. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, January 12th next year that comes out. Nice. Um, Captain America in the news again for the comic... What I don't understand, this whole controversy about the Captain America Secret Empire comic where he's the head of Hydra and he's taking Nazi. over America. Yeah. Okay. Now, he are people not realising this is clearly writers just speaking out against Donald Trump? Because in this, this week's, or this last couple of weeks, he's calling out journalism, science and history as fake news. No, people do get that. I think yeah. the problem is... When that sort of thing is happening for real, you want some kind of escapism. You know, Captain America is meant to be the ideal of American democracy and the right way of doing things, and that's what people want to see him doing. But if American democracy is in the shitter itself, then why not do something interesting? Why not take a step? No, I I don't personally have a problem with this. No, but I agree with what Ross says. You want to see, if if the comics were going to be addressing this, you'd want to see Captain America dealing with that, not being it. Be sure the right thing and being a whiny pussy about it the whole time. (laughs) We're not going to get into that, but we... (laughs) He is a lefty snowflake cuck, isn't he? (laughs) Oh, God. Anyway, he... um, And probably loves Nintendo. And the issue, you know, he was... The character created by two Jewish writers as a specific uh, way of addressing America's mm. late involvement in the war. 
and now he's a Nazi. But then in that in in the case of why he was written into the universe itself, then this is make, taking a stand as well. If if this is what causes I, something, I don't. Yeah. Frankly, I don't give a shit. No, it's not that big a deal. No, but I don't. Think it, so clearly, either. they tried something and it really hasn't worked. Hmm. So they should probably knock it on the head. I, I think it's good personally, but I think people need to maybe see it for what it is, which is. Well, the fact, but I mean, maybe people should take comics a little bit less seriously. But then they should take them as seriously as any other form of literature. That's it. I, no, we're not going to get into that now. Um, new shots of Laura Dern and uh, Benicio del Toro in Star Wars. Mm. Mm. Don't care. No, I love it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Not much else to say about that, I suppose. Hang on, before we go on, yeah. uh, can you crack me open a sprite, please? Maybe? Yeah, sure. Benicio del Toro does look fucking cool in this he one. He does, doesn't he? I mean, I don't think it's medically possible to take a photo of him where he doesn't look fucking cool. He looked well, except for in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when he looked anything but cool. <laughs> he you. looks cool in Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and, yeah, no, and one wearing, else, no one else could pull that off. He's wearing a fur coat and eyeliner. Except for Jeff Goldblum, of course. He could also... Yeah, hang on, hang on. Nice. There you go, nicely done. That's yeah. the way to do it where it doesn't affect the podcast <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're brothers... Or are they just the same, like, from the same species? Or yeah, the same they're brothers, species. aren't they? Are they actually brothers? I, I think, think so, yeah. The, there's the, one of them's called the Grandmaster, and then I always want to call the other one the Flash, but that's not how it works, is it? Grandmaster <laughs> <laughs> It's the Grandmaster and the Collector. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Surely we should shorten that down and drop the thes. No, no, keep the thes. <laughs> Grandmaster name. and the Flash. That's my first name. Um, which TV series in production? Oh, I, oh, I just because don't... Films based on video games have nothing but solid fucking gold for the last 15 years. Films to a TV series. I will, I will say, we already have The Witcher TV series. It's The Witcher. It's basically Game of Thrones. Pretty much, yeah. True. That's it. Sex, violence, and dogs eating people. That's, and there's there's that's no the dragons Witcher. in The Witcher, are there? Also, no, but there are mythological beings of description. Like the witch- gnomes and elves and sprites. Mm. And the witch has got a fairly strong narrative as well, isn't it? Incredibly yeah. strong. So why With do we need this? the Civil War yeah. and all the other bollocks that yeah. has Game of Thrones. So why do we need this? Because, like, we don't know what we've got is... is they think it'll make a butt ton yeah. of money as well. Everything you've got is, is in the game already. So. Well, presumably it won't literally be the game. Because that would be a lot of walk, watching the main character from behind, from a three-quarter view, bobbing along on a horse. <laughs> Just getting yeah. naked every now and then. Yeah. 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 Uh, Josh Brolin's play Cable. I don't know whether we discussed this. I like this Josh already. Brolin. Yeah. She's now playing Thanos and Cable. He's not really playing Thanos. He's mo-capping mm. Thanos, isn't he? Cable should be interesting in the new Deadpool film. Though, so, uh, Anyone see the Nathan Fillion Guardians of the Galaxy posters? No. So... James Gunn said that Nathan Fillion would have a cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and basically there's a load of movie posters in the background where he's playing a variety of different people. So there's a Steve Jobs-esque Tony Stark one where Nathan Fillion's playing Tony Stark in it because he's playing Tony Stark as uh, Wonder Man whose name escapes me. So there's loads of different like types of films. One where he's dressed as a Viking in the one. It's, it's very funny. Look That's it up. pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I, I watched Doctor Strange recently. What do you think? Oh, did you not see it before? I quite yeah. enjoyed it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. enjoyable. I, I, think, I do like Benedict Cumberbundle. And what? Snatch Cumberbund. Yeah, Handy Spank, Thundercrack, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Just just to yeah. throw that out. No, I really like it. Oh, well. yeah, I, I tend good. to like... 
the backwards but forwards fight scene. Yeah. Really? Never seen anything like that before. That is that. I yeah. Don't very, think that's very got clever. the recognition it deserved because that was one of the best. It's not often you see a special effects sequence now, jaded millennials that we are, and think that is really fucking impressive. But yeah. that was incredible. And the post credit scene was one of my favourites from the Marvel Universe to this point. Mm. The only other one that I liked more was the f- uh, last bit of Iron Man 3. With mm, that um, kind of doctor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where he's he's been asleep the entire... But that was genius. What's the end credit scene in it's, um, Doctor it's, Strange? It is... I think the bit where... Um, it's Eric Banner. Yeah. Um, goes to see Doctor Strange and is talking to... Bruce Banner. What? Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, is there... It's not Eric Banner. Why <laughs> Eric Banner? Why do I say Eric? Because Eric Banner plays... Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Um, talking to him about something coming... Uh, he's talking about the Infinity Stones mm. to him, isn't he? And Doctor Strange now with his lovely cape and everything is, is, is there going, well, yes, we absolutely must do something about that. I just thought it was really good. So where does that fit into the timeline then? Because Banner's fucked off into space in a plane. I look to Dan because Dan is Mr. Marvel. I, I'm pretty certain that the timeline's all over the place because I'm pretty... I think... Oh, no, because in Spider-Man Homecoming he's mentioned Civil War, isn't Because it? the post-credit of... Uh, Winter Soldier mm. is actually a bit that takes place during Civil War. Yeah, isn't it? Where he's got his arm in the thing, the Winter Soldier's arm. No, that's um, Avengers, isn't it? That one is it? But no, there, there is a. F- oh, which what, what happens in, what, Oh no, is it the postscript to Ant Man that has? Oh wait, Captain America, Captain and, America Falcon and the Falcon with, uh, with talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that that was a great postscript yeah. because that appears actually as a scene. Yeah, mm. in which they don't. Civil often War. do they don't oh, often wait, Ant-Man's a great film as well Ant-Man's, Ant-Man's one of my favourites Ant-Man's brilliant yeah, yeah. movie with superheroes yeah. what's not to like with some funny people thrown in for good measure yeah. as well like that um, we should have talked about this earlier let's get on to some games uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 delayed it has spring. been delayed yes but I would think on a game of that scope a delay may not necessarily be the worst thing that happens no yeah. Rockstar don't they delay because they're not happy with it yet. It's not yes. quite right yet. All their big games have been delayed. Yeah. And they are perfectionists. Yeah. I cannot remember a Rockstar game that launched that wasn't pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. there's no ropey three gigabyte day one patches yeah. for their stuff. Their, their QA is extremely and robust. they've got enough money to be like, fuck it, we're yeah, going to wait until it's yeah. ready. We, this... don't, we don't have to hit this release deadline, otherwise... This is Duplicum Forever. There is no, it'll be ready when it's ready, because even when it was ready, it wasn't ready. Mm. No, this is a, it'll be ready when it's ready, and you can kind of go, okay, Rockstar, I trust you on this one. Yeah, they've got a history of making good games. Yeah. And those, those, um, (laughs) those teasy screenshots they released, I mean, it might not end up looking anything like that, but they were gorgeous. They were cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, very beautiful world. Uh, Xbox Game Pass launched in a few days and is available for... Signed Xbox. up, already paid my first subscription. This is the next get, yeah. Netflix for games type yeah. thing. Yeah. But, but not, not in, it's not streaming. You can no, because that's not quite there yet, is it? The no, whole on-live thing never really... It's, it's got to be worth... Is it ten a month? Eight quid a month? It's seven ninety nine. Yeah. So you basically you, you download the games as if you had bought them, yep. but when your subscription um, ends, you can't access them anymore. Yep. Some good games on there. So it's well. basically um, EA's EA Access, mm. but... 
a hundred at the moment it's a hundred games you've got access well, if to. If it's Microsoft that are actually doing it, they're going to be some pretty heavy incentives for publishers so to got, sign up to it. Yes, and I presume also, you can't get any EA stuff on there. No, not that I really give a shit. No, yeah, yeah. and I've got to say, you go down that list of hundred. I I happen to be one of those gamers who owns quite a lot of them, so there were about. 30, 40 games on that list of 100 that I thought, hmm, I would like to play those at some point. All those Sega games for starters. Exactly. Yeah. And um, that's, it's the, that's exactly the sort of thing that gets you signed up for something like this, because you're not yeah. necessarily going to go and buy those 30 games. I did, let's but, put it this way, I did not sign up to uh, to Microsoft Pass to play fucking Halo 5. No. I, I signed up to play... Um, to play Mad Max. Uh, well, things like that. That's Mad Max. Mad Max is really I good. That, that's mm. a great. And like you said, all the Sega games, um, all of the uh, nice little retro bits, and some of the back. So I've never played Terraria, for example. Yeah, exactly. The Swapper is a game that I've never played. The Swapper, you brilliant. and Sean, you spend them about. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, but all three Bioshock games are on here as well. Can I just say yeah. the funny thing is? Uh, well, it's not so much funny as it is kind of ruining Sony's day. In one foul swoop, Microsoft has blown PS now out of the water. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Microsoft are now beginning to make the Xbox a compelling offering now. Yeah, with, with this and Scorpio, they, they're looking a bit like a threat again. Yes. And, uh, the con- and, and, and I think... you know, It might be a bit of a time. mic drop on the console era. They, they've just come out with the best one, and then that's it. They're not really going to be consoles anymore. Yeah. Payday 2 is a game that I've never considered buying, but I do want to play it. Exactly, and for seven ninety nine a month, yeah. you can play that and everything else. And they'll add to this. And it, I, I heard an interview with Phil Spencer, and he's like, "Well, we want it to be like Netflix, so we'll have our version of Netflix originals." So he's talking about, yeah, yeah, I think a bit of a test for it will be new releases. So when mm. a big budget AAA game, come, AAA game comes out, mm. does it pop up on here pretty Probably straight not. away? But then nothing pops up on Netflix straight away. No, but you know, you, mm. you get good stuff on there it's not like the old days of waiting for something to come out on video but if you remember the first couple of years of Netflix you really had to look through before you found something to, yes, that's very to watch I think this will be the same yeah, but the, back then Netflix was blockbuster by post yeah. no but as in even when it was the first year of being online no, but it, it was still that was just another way of getting your DVDs to mm. you it, was, it wasn't the thing reshaping the entertainment industry no. that it is now it was, it was just so, if you've got a good enough internet connection, you don't have to get it posted to you. Here's my prediction. I think he was talking about episodic gaming. So games like oh, yeah. the Telltale stuff. It's never quite worked. Episodic gaming. I don't know. I, I think it's it's doing all right. There's, Tell- the, the, there's those Telltale ones. Yeah, and but life, that's, that's one thing. Life is strange. More on that later as well. There's still there's only a few. Like the, it has it, and it only works for story-driven things. Hitman as well. Where you could. Put a bit of a question mark over whether or not they're games. The Hitman, Hitman does seem to have been successful, yeah. but like you know, I mean, come back to Half Life, it just didn't work. Well, they yeah, they spent too long on it. So yeah, the uh, Xbox Game Pass looks pretty good. Yes, definitely eight pounds. Doesn't it? Well worth it. Right, let's rattle through the remainder. Far Cry Five quickly. What do we think? See the trailer. Looks very cool. A little bit media baiting so far, but that's mm-hmm. that's fine. It looks pretty interesting premise. It looks like Red State the game, and I'm happy about that. Mm. But what made the original Far Cry so kind of believable was that they seemed like they were 
um, little bastions of like little islands or little tiny countries mm. somewhere in the middle of nowhere. But this is American soil. Yeah, that some sort of paramilitary group has taken control of, and yeah, that but that does, that, that does happen. It does, yeah. Out in out in the you do get states. the bigger yeah. states. You get militias like all the time, and it it yeah. is like it's another country. Yeah, and, and there, was that, there was that whole craziness last year, wasn't there, where the, the militia invaded the wildlife oh, yeah, exactly. reserve? Oh yeah, oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I can believe it. Um, I mean, I mean, I'll buy it. The other TV series I've been watching, Silicon Valley. TJ Miller is set to leave in the next series, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Very good as Alec Backman. Um, Ultra Street Vice 2 is released on Switch for a ridiculous amount of money, but it's getting good reviews. Mm-hmm. Top Gun 2 is definitely happening. I think this is a bad idea. I'm quite has it happy. got Tom Cruise in? Yes. He's too old. Yeah, I'm quite happy with the memory of Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, it, it can't be any good, really, can it? No. Unless it's just it opens on him and Iceman in their apartment that they live in together. <laughs> it's, it's Riding a, each other's tails. And it's just a straight-up gay drama. I'll be into that. Could Top Gun 2, Danger Zone. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, he can't... He's too old to be a fighter pilot. Yes, he is. Um, King of Kong could be a musical sequel. Have you ever seen King of Kong? No. Oh, my God. King of Kong is one of the it's best documentaries. On Netflix. It's so good. One of one of my favourite documentaries. And it's got cartoonish villains in it. Wow. Well worth a watch. And there's almost a sequel to it already, which is about Nibbler, the snake game, about a guy trying to get a billion on it. Mm. And it's got the same people in it. it is both I imagine there's good. a fairly small community yeah. of hardcore retro arcade well, enthusiasts. The best thing about it is the story of the guy who owns the arcade that they play all these games at to try and beat the scores. He's always like the the guy in the background, and then he in the second one he tells his story, which is like, yeah, so I was a good looking like surfer type, and they show a picture of him like in the sixties, and he's just like rocking bod, like long hair. And he goes, and then I found drugs, and uh, that ruined everything for me around Woodstock time. But then um, then I became a, a Buddhist, and now I uh, he goes, this guy's way more interesting than these guys. I want to see a documentary about him. But uh, and the whole thing is because I think he puts them together. Uh, there's like a post-credit sequence of him just on the beach with his legs crossed, floating. <laughs> it's so weird, but well worth a watch. These guys are cartoonish to say the least. Mm. Uh, Resident Evil movies getting a reboot within a year of come on. I thought we were done yeah. with this. <laughs> nope. I mean, if it's more Mia Jovovich, then I'm happy. I'll watch more of that. I can't imagine she wants to do more. There's been more five, five of them. Oh God, I think it's more than more. I think it's like six. Oh, Christ. Um, Life is Strange 2 was announced. Which I am very happy about. Life is Strange 1 is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, But where do you go? It can't be based based around that. It might be a completely separate thing. It kind of has to be, doesn't it, really? Yeah. Um, Best selling games of 2017 include several Ubisoft games. Uh, including For Honor and the Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon, and also Grand Theft Auto is still in there. It's still in there. It's I think crazy. even Rockstar are surprised by how much money they've made out of that. It's crazy. Destiny Two was announced. Yeah, and hopefully that it's going to fix all of the terrible things that Destiny was. This game looks like it's what Destiny One should have been. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to be able to carry your character over 
into Destiny 2. So if yes. you start playing Destiny 2, you can be wildly outranked by everybody else. No, no, you'll be a, yeah, that's possible. But I'd imagine they'll do what they did with the DLC, which is you get the opportunity to just start at level 25 or whatever. You're still shit though, aren't you? You're just, you're just more powerful. You're, you're just still more shit powerful out of the game. Yeah. Um, Darksiders 3 was announced as well. That's true, yeah. Which looks good. Uh, Microsoft have renewed the trademark for Scalebound, presumably just so other people don't get it. Yeah, that's probably a wise move. Mm. And Jordan Peele, director of Get Out, has been scheduled to do Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country, uh, which should be a TV series about uh, horror stories from a black person's perspective. Right, interesting. Should be fairly interesting. And that is all I've got. Except for that, there's a new Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy game coming out. Part two of it's coming out in the next couple of weeks. So that's it. News. 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 Right, we're gonna go. We'll be back next week. We're gonna try and be more regular. I've said that probably four or five times. Eat more fruit. Yeah. Eat more fruit. (laughs) Get some roughage fibre in your diet. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Thanks for listening. You can. The website's down at the moment, so you don't contact us on that. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter though which is at 2MTOH on Facebook which is facebook.com forward slash TMTOH uh, that's about it we'll be back again next week lovely goodbye bye bye hey.